Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your favorite quarterback hater, Robert Mathis, and you're listening to the For the Culture Podcast. This is the For the Culture Podcast. I'm your host, Luke Diamond. The 2021 schedule has officially been released. Finally, we've been waiting for it. Normally, the release of the schedule is pre-draft. This year, it was post-draft after the draft. We finally, in mid-May, have the 2021 full NFL schedule with all the primetime games with most of the kickoffs we have one to be determined for late December against the New England Patriots yuck as we finally get a crack at them post Brady we haven't seen them yet post Brady we also haven't seen Brady yet in a Tampa Bay Buccaneers uniform we'll get a crack at him and the Bucks the defending Super Bowl champs as well so it's a jam-packed schedule we're going to get to it all first we're going to go through my top five takeaways then we're going to go game by game i'm going to give my 2021 way too early schedule prediction haven't even done it yet just took a quick glance at the schedule before hopping on the podcast so we're going game by game i'm going to make tally marks as i go because i didn't want to just set a number of 11 wins, 12 wins, and then try to wiggle my way to that number. So I'm just going down the line. If I end up at nine wins, I end up at nine wins. If I end up at 13 wins, I end up at 13 wins. Anywhere in between, it's fair game. So let's get right into my top five takeaways. And this is what I'm seeing. I open the schedule, first look, top five takeaways in order. Number one, week one, home game, first time we're home since 2018. Andrew Luck at quarterback, Frank Reich's debut as the Indianapolis Colts head coach. So it's our first home game since 2018. We're hosting the Seattle Seahawks. So we're hosting a playoff team. We're hosting Russell Wilson, an MVP candidate last year, one of the best quarterbacks in the National Football League. So right off the bat, tough game, right? You have a good team coming in to your home. So that's, I think, what we all look at. Who are we playing week one? We're playing the Seattle Seahawks. Week one. Then you also have to think about our drought in week one. We have not won a week one game since 2013. We're 0-7 in week ones since 2013. And we've only won one time since 2009. So going back to the Peyton Manning days, because even in 2010 with Peyton Manning, we lost opening day. And then in 2011, Peyton Manning was hurt. 2012, Andrew Locke's rookie year. 2013, we win. We haven't won since. So week one has not been kind to the Indianapolis Colts. You got to go all the way back till 2009 for our second week one win. That's how bad this week one drought has been. Carson Wentz, is he going to have it together by week one? It's going to be tough. Last year, he had a terrible performance against the Seattle Seahawks. So that's what jumps out to me first. It's pretty obvious. I think we all look week one. Who are we playing to open up the season? And it is the Seattle Seahawks at home. So I'll give my prediction on that game in a little bit. But that's my first takeaway. And also, in week one, this will be our fifth starting quarterback in as many years. You go back to 2017, Scott Tolzien, Andrew Luck, Jacoby Brissett, Phillip Rivers, Carson Wentz. Fifth quarterback in five years, suiting up for the Colts in week one. Knock on wood that Carson Wentz is healthy, ready to go week one. But... As long as he's your starter, he's slated to be the starter right now. I don't see any reason why he wouldn't be the starter week one. It'll be our fifth starter in five years. Second thing that jumped out to me all the way in week 14, our bye week. We have been killed in recent years with early buys. I hate early buys. This year, additional game on the schedule. 
Also, no bye week in the playoffs for the two seed. Unless we get the one seed, you're not going to have a bye in the first round of the playoffs. And I do expect to make the playoffs, but do I expect to be the one seed with Patch Mahomes and Kansas City? I don't expect to be the one seed. There's a lot of really good teams in the NFL. It's going to be tough in the AFC to get that number one seed. And if you don't have that, you're going to have to play straight from your bye week all the way to going to the Super Bowl if you want a bye week while still being alive and contending. So the bye week is vital. If you're going to be a playoff team, if you want to make a deep run, you're going to want to have a late bye. No week four, five, six byes we've seen in recent years. You want a late bye. I love the week 14 bye. So I'm a big fan of the late bye, week 14 bye. A majority of the season, that's about two-thirds of the season, will be in the books when we have the bye. And then you could have a nice late push where if you go all the way and you do make a run to the Super Bowl or at least an AFC championship, it's not like, oh, we've played every week since October 4th and we haven't had a week off. So I like the late bye. I'm a fan of that. And I feel like teams that make the playoffs the year prior should be rewarded with a later buy, and we made the playoffs last year. I don't think it has anything to do with it because in 2018 we made the playoffs, and then in 2019 I'm pretty sure we had a pretty early bye week. So definitely a big fan of the early buy. It's the second thing that jumped out to me. The third thing that jumped out to me I'm not a big fan of. The Tennessee Titans, week three and week eight. Our final meeting with the Tennessee Titans will be week eight. Why are the two best teams from the division last year in the AFC South playing each other twice in the first half of the season. Why are we not playing them week 17 or week 18 in the final week of the season like we saw back in 2018 when we essentially played them in a playoff game on Sunday Night Football? I'm not a fan at all in any way, shape, or form of playing the Tennessee Titans twice that early in the year. It's not that I'm afraid of them. It's not that we might not have Fisher for week three. It's not any of that. It's just you have two teams that both went 11-5 last year. With the mess right now in Houston, Deshaun Watson, everything that's going on there, they don't know if he's going to play. They don't know if he's going to even want to play, if he's going to be traded, if he's going to be allowed to play with all the legal stuff going on. So they're a bottom feeder. They're going to be one of the worst teams in the NFL this season, in my opinion, unless Deshaun were to play and carry them. But last year he played, he played extremely well, and he carried them to four wins. So I don't see them doing anything. The Jaguars, not a good team last year, and I believe – Trevor Lawrence has an extremely bright NFL future. I don't know how bright it's going to be his rookie year in terms of wins and losses. Because last year we saw Herbert have a great year. But the Chargers didn't win a lot of games. It's tough for rookies to win games. It's very rare to see Andrew Luck in 2012, despite how great he was, with nothing around him. For him to be able to win 11 games his rookie year is very, very rare. It's almost unheard of. So when you look at this division, it's really a two-team race. The Colts and Titans split last year. They went one and one against each other. They both won 11 and five. Titans obviously won the division tiebreaker, the second tiebreaker. So they won the division. But both teams made the playoffs. So for both teams to get the season series out of the way by week eight, I think is unfair to both the Colts and the Titans and the football community. Because let's say you split with them, and after week eight, both teams are six and two. Then you're going to have these two teams go down the stretch and play the final 10 plus games of the season without seeing each other again. I just don't think it's right. So I thought the NFL dropped the ball there. They should have played. These two teams should definitely be playing each other week 18 or at least one time in the final three weeks of the season. So, and if it was up to me, 
the way I would set up every NFL schedule, the final three weeks would be you playing each team in your division. Week 16, we play, let's say, the Jaguars. Week 17, we play the Texans. Week 18, we play the Titans. That's how I would set up every single schedule in the National Football League. The MLB does it like that, kind of, sort of, because they have five-team divisions, so it's impossible to have everybody play each other within the division down the stretch. But for the most part, their schedules are condensed to division games late in the season, September, October. The final three weeks, in my opinion, of every NFL team should be the three teams in their division. So that's my third takeaway. Colts, Titans, way too early, way too often, playing twice in the first eight weeks. Not a fan of that. Fourth, primetime games. It's all about the primetime games. In recent years, we haven't had a lot of these, and we haven't had one at home in a very long time. So, not only do we have four primetime games, but we also host the New York Jets on Thursday Night Football. Unfortunately, we couldn't have a Monday night or a Sunday night at home, but I guess beggars can't be choosers. We do get what we ultimately wanted, which was a game at 8 o'clock, 8.15, 8.20, kicking off. In Indianapolis after sundown there will be a football game in Indianapolis this season so definitely pumped about that and I think that Patriot game which right now is still to be determined could be either the 18th or the 19th which means if it's the 18th or really I guess the 18th or 19th it could turn into a primetime game that will be a home game as we host the Patriots so we could have a fifth primetime game we could also have a second game which is a home primetime game this season but taking a look individually at these four games Monday night week five against Baltimore on the road taking on the Baltimore Ravens a team that beat us last year in week five Monday night ESPN our first Monday night game in a while so definitely excited about that our last one I think was when we got destroyed with Jacoby two years ago against the Saints that's probably why we didn't get one last year so back on Monday night back on ESPN in week five against Baltimore then in week seven, we play on Sunday night at San Francisco. So another good team last year. They were just decimated with injuries. So we will get the San Francisco 49ers in week seven on the road. They have a little bit of a quarterback competition there. They have Jimmy Garoppolo. They obviously draft Trey Lance. So we don't know what quarterback we'll see in week seven. But I guarantee you, Sunday night football, NBC, they would love to see Trey Lance Versus Carson Wentz. Could you imagine two top three quarterbacks from North Dakota State meeting up in a primetime game on Sunday Night Football? You know NBC definitely wants that. They want to hype up that FCS school quarterback matchup. Same school alumni of the same program and a very good program there at North Dakota State. So you know they want that matchup as we get San Francisco. Two years removed from a Super Bowl. So very good. Shanahan, Young innovative offensive mind Nick Bosa will be back he'll be healthy he missed a bulk of the season last year so that'll be in week seven on the road against San Francisco week nine will host the New York Jets on Thursday night football where we could see another one of these top three pick quarterbacks from the draft this year so we'll see all three this year because obviously we have Trevor Lawrence twice later in the season we have him twice in our division we will see Zach Wilson in week nine, and there's a chance we see Trey Lance in week seven against San Francisco. And two of those games will be on primetime against San Francisco and New York. So 
Week 9, we will finally be hosting a primetime game, and we will also have a Thursday night game following a game where we're home. So we're not going to have to travel. We're going to be home in Week 8. Then we're going to be home again in Week 9. Week 8, arguably our biggest game of the year because that's going to be our home game against the Titans. So you really want that one. Last year, we won on the road. We lost at home against the Titans. So in Week 9, we will play the Jets following our game against the Titans, but both games will be home. So home game, no travel, short week, no travel. That'll be huge. I haven't checked the Jets in week eight. I don't know if they're going to be traveling back to back, but you're going to get a young quarterback and a first-year head coach. You're going to get a rookie quarterback, rookie head coach on a short week at home. They're going to have to travel. That'll be a big advantage for the Colts. So we go week five, seven, nine, three primetime games in five weeks. That's a lot of national exposure, a lot of national attention for the Colts being rewarded for coming off a playoff year and a year where in the playoffs we didn't win a playoff game, but we played competitive against the Buffalo Bills and we're getting respected for what we were able to put on the field last year and then going out this offseason, getting Carson Wentz. So that's a hot topic. You don't know exactly what he's going to be, but there's definitely some attention there, some flair there. The Eagles last year, although they were a bad team, they did play a lot of primetime games. So you definitely have an intriguing player now at the quarterback position and just a ton of talent on both sides of the ball and really all three sides of the ball with special teams as well. And then Saturday, week 16, we are at the Arizona Cardinals, and that is a Christmas Day game. So we have a primetime game Christmas Day against the Cardinals, well, Christmas night against the Cardinals. So that'll be Saturday, week 16. That'll be December 25th, holiday game which is exciting. The last time we had a holiday game, Scott Tolzien was starting against the Pittsburgh Steelers on Thanksgiving. So hopefully Wentz is playing and healthy week 16 and we're playing well as a team. We're making a push for the playoffs. So we already have a playoff spot secure and we will play Kyler Murray. It'll be the first time the Colts see Kyler Murray and it'll be a Christmas day game. And that'll be week 16. So week five, week seven, week nine and week 16. That's fair. Very excited about that. Four primetime games and possibly a fifth with that Patriot game that could turn into a primetime game. I think it would have to be, well, I guess at that point you could flex the Sunday nights. But if it's the 18th of December, that could definitely be a primetime game, which is my fifth takeaway. My fifth and final takeaway when looking at the schedule is the Patriot game being to be determined. I've mentioned that a couple times already, but that's my fifth takeaway. It could be either December 18th or December 19th. Personally, I'd rather it be the 18th because that'll be us coming off our bye. So take one day off the bye week because no matter what, we're going to have a week plus of rest and rehab before that game. So play it on the 18th because then we're going to have a short week against the Cardinals because that's going to be a Saturday game. So if you play on the 19th, you're going to have a short week. If you play on the 18th, you're going to have a normal week because then it'll just be from Saturday to Saturday and it'll be one full week like any other normal one full week. And the Cardinals most likely will be playing on the 19th. So they're going to have one less day of rest. We'll have to travel out to Arizona. So I think that'd be... Nice if we could play the Patriots on the 18th. And also the 18th has a higher probability of being a nationally televised game because all those Saturday games will be either nationally televised or they'll be on Yahoo or they'll be on Amazon or something like that where you can watch the game easy accessible. It'll be 
more of a national feel to that game as well. And my fifth takeaway is kind of a two-parter. It's the Patriots, but it's also the Jacksonville Jaguars week 18, week 10 and 18. So we play the Titans week three and eight, and then we play the Jacksonville Jaguars week 10 and 18, which is fine. I have no problems with that. I actually rather play these division games later, but it jumps out to me because Trevor Lawrence weeks one through eight and Trevor Lawrence weeks nine or weeks 10 in this case through 18 is going to be two totally different quarterbacks. We are going to get the best possible version of Trevor Lawrence. And I'm not afraid about that. I'm not complaining about that. I'm actually happy about that because you want to play everybody at their best and you want the best crack at the best players. And I think Trevor Lawrence is going to be a phenomenal player in the national football league. We're getting him week 18 of his rookie season by week 18 of your rookie season. You're no longer a rookie. You are a second year player at that point because you're closer to your second year than you are to week one of your rookie season. So this is going to be a more difficult game, most likely than Jacksonville in September. So not complaining about it, excited about it, but it definitely jumps out of me at one of my takeaways that we'll get the Jaguars in week 18. So you're going to get almost a seasoned rookie version of Trevor Lawrence. So I'm excited about that. I'm going to tally as I go, as I fill out, the schedule with you guys so we're gonna go game by game i'm gonna fill it out starting week one we host the seattle seahawks so it's gonna be a one o'clock game september 12th we host the seattle seahawks it'll be a home game and we are zero and seven in weeks one since 2013 so i am going loss in week one great quarterback in russell wilson i think we have a chance i do think we are the better team we're the better team and we're the home team so you really should win this game but it'll be Carson Wentz's first game. The recent history of the Colts starting off so sluggish and slow in these games. And Frank Reich never winning a week one game. I'm going with a loss in this until I am proven otherwise. Until I can see this franchise win a game week one, I'm going to pick against them week one. It's like when we play Pittsburgh at Pittsburgh. It's like when Jason picks any game, sometimes the rules are just the rules. Week one, I'm fading the Colts until they prove otherwise. Week two, we're hosting the Rams. So back-to-back, another takeaway, back-to-back home games to start off the season. A season of 18 games, of course, and we have nine home games. So you have an extra home game to play with. So no surprise that we're starting back-to-back at home this year. The Rams are a very good team. I think the Rams are a better team than the Seattle Seahawks. I think they have a better coach. They have an upgrade now at quarterback. They trade Goff and a number of picks for Matt Stafford. But I think we beat the Rams. I don't think we're going to go 0-2 at home. Maybe we beat the Seahawks, lose to the Rams. I kind of see no matter what happens in these first two games, the Colts going 1-1. So I think we start the season 1-1 regardless Since week one has been so bad to us in recent history, I'm going to say lose week one, win week two against the Rams. And it's a very good Ram team, a Ram team that I think could play in the Super Bowl this year. I think they're that talented. Week three, Titans on the road. Brutal start to the season. You're getting three playoff caliber teams, three teams that I think all make the playoffs this year, and I think all made the playoffs last year. So three solid teams in a row. Definitely not getting any easier. I'm probably going to eventually pick us to split with the Titans. Last year, we won on the road. We lost at home. 
I don't think we do that two years in a row. This year, I think we're going to win our home games. So I'm going to put us down for a loss on the road. I have a start in the season. One and two, Derrick Henry, King Henry, Tannehill. I think we lose this game on the road. Following week at Miami. It's not going to be an easy game. The Miami Dolphins are good. They're loaded on defense. Flores, Tua going into year two. I think we do win this game. I think we're the better team. I thought we were the better team last year, but they're good on defense. They draft Phillips in the first round. Xavier Howard, one of the top corners in the National Football League. I didn't think he got enough respect last year as a premier blue chip boundary corner. I think he led the league in interceptions. He was great last year. I think he was a first-team All-Pro. So Dolphins in week four. I'm going to put that down, though, as a win on the road against the Ravens. These first five games are difficult. On the road, Monday Night Football, I'm going with a win in this game. I thought that we outplayed them last year. I thought we were the better team last year. I haven't really followed up on the Ravens offseason, but I like Flus getting another crack at Lamar Jackson. I like Jonathan Taylor not fumbling the way he did against the Ravens last year and all the weird little intricate things that happened in that game. We dominated that game for a majority of that game. So I like the Colts. Yes, it's on the road, but I like us going on the road, prime time, having the answer for Lamar Jackson with more speed at the edge spots this year. Last year, you have Justin Houston. You'll be able to contain him in the pocket a little bit better this year with Quiddy Pay, and I think that could be a difference in this game. So, I'm going with a win in this one. On the road against Baltimore, it's one of my upset picks maybe of the year. The Colts will most likely be dogs in that game, but I'm going to win on the road against the Baltimore Ravens. Following week, first, I don't want to say easy because they're never easy in the National Football League, and if Deshaun plays, it's definitely not easy. Right now, I can't see Deshaun Watson playing for the Houston Texans. So I'm going to say Deshaun doesn't play in this game. And regardless, we should win this game. But it's a home game. Bad team right now in the Texans. And they probably won't have Deshaun Watson. So I'm definitely going with a win in this game. And even if they have Deshaun, I'm still going win. It'll be a tougher win, but I'm still going win. So winning that game. San Fran the next week. I think they'll have a rookie quarterback. It's another primetime game. We're going on the road, West Coast, still picking the Colts to win. They're a good team, but with a rookie quarterback, rookie quarterback coming from lesser competition in college, I think that the Colts have the upper hand in that game, and I think we beat the San Francisco 49ers on primetime. Following week, another win. I picked against us in Tennessee. I'll pick us to win at home against the Titans. So just like that, we go from what I have us at, 2-2. Two and two. We go from 2-2 two and two to 6-2 and two, just like that. So I got us beating the Tennessee Titans. Following week, home against the New York Jets. Our first look at Zach Wilson, the rookie quarterback out of BYU. Going win in that game as well. The Jets have a rookie coach. They have a rookie quarterback. Traveling, short week, Thursday night football. I'd be very surprised if the Colts dropped that game. The Jets not good last year. They had a good draft, good offseason. I think they're going to be a much improved team. I think that they're going to win more games than a lot of people think they're going to win. 
this year as long as Zach Wilson is close to as advertised. But they're not coming to Indianapolis and beating the Colts in our first primetime game in God knows how long. I can't even remember at this point. Following week, home against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Or is that after the bye? No, no, no. That's the next week we play the Jacksonville Jaguars at home. I think we win that game as well. Trevor Lawrence is going to be tough. It'll be our first look at him. But you're talking about a really good quarterback in Trevor Lawrence. But you're also talking about a rookie quarterback in Trevor Lawrence. So I think the Colts win that game. And also Urban Meyer and everything going on there with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Just bringing Tim Tebow this week and that circus of whatever's going on there. He's going to play tight end now. Apparently that his minor league baseball career is over. But I'm going to win against the Jaguars. They always play tough against us. Gardner Minshew's beating us. I don't know if we sweep them this year, but I'm going to pick the Colts to beat them in the first matchup at least against Jacksonville, which would be a home game. So I'll take the Colts in that game. Following week on the road against the Buffalo Bills. This is a tough one. The Bills are a really good team. They beat us last year in the playoffs. I have us winning the revenge matchup against the Baltimore Ravens. Could the Colts win another matchup that's a revenge matchup this season this is a tough one i'm leaning towards because i have the colts right now at eight and two and nine and two would be an incredible start to the season i'm leaning towards a loss buffalo is a tough place to play i feel like we'll have full capacity at games by this point this will be november 21st so this will be the thanksgiving week game I guess. I don't know which day it is. It's either this game or the Bucks game. I'm going with a loss. So 9-3, and 8-3, and three, excuse me, 8-3. and three. Still a really good start to the season. Following week, we host the Bucks. So this is our ninth home game. We have the extra home game this year. The 18th week added, the 17th game added to the NFL schedule. You guys know how I feel about it. Not a fan. If you're going to add a week of football, you have to add another bye week. One bye week with 17 games is unfair and criminal to the players. Yes, the players voted upon it, but it was unfairly proposed to them by the league. They allowed way too much leeway and too much power to the lesser player, the player who plays three snaps a game. Well, what's another week of football to that player? It's nothing. Okay, they're going to make more money. They're going to have more guaranteed money. They're going to have more security. Yeah, of course they're going to play another game. The starter who's playing every game, that guy gets screwed. So I'm not a fan in any way, shape, or form of the 17th game added to the schedule. How would I be okay with it? Well, if they added another bye week, I would be okay with it. They didn't do that. And I still don't see where the negative is. With adding another bye week. I talk about this all the time. If you add another bye week. You get another week of Monday Night Football. Sunday Night Football. And Thursday Night Football. Without adding any more games. You add three primetime games. The Amazon package. Amazon just paid I believe a billion dollars a year. Or something like that. For the Thursday Night Package. So that's what. 14-15 games of Thursday Night Football. The worst primetime game of the week. If that's 14 or 15 weeks. Wouldn't adding another Monday night, Sunday night, and Thursday night be worth roughly $100 million or something like that? So I don't understand why they don't do that because you'll get more primetime games and you'll get healthier, more well-rested players that'll play down the stretch of the season, 
play into the playoffs and be healthy. Don't you want your best players to be healthy and have long careers? So, and then less lawsuits down the road. So that doesn't make sense to me. I don't know why the NFL didn't want to. Like, I don't know why they're so opposed to the extra rest. Plus, the two seed in the playoffs loses their bye week because now you have the seventh team. So, to go to the Super Bowl now, you have to play 20 games in 21 weeks unless you have the bye, which is absolutely criminal to a team. A team could technically go 15-2 and two or 16-1 and one and not have a bye week from week five all the way until media week before the Super Bowl. Not a fan of that. But as far as my pick goes, we will be hosting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the defending Super Bowl champs. I don't think they were as good as they played down the stretch of the season, but you got to tip your cap to Tom Brady. He's like 40,000 years old at this point, but he's still kicking ass and taking names. So God bless him and his nutrition and diet plan and workout regimen and everything he's put his body through. I think he's a vegan and he goes through all that and it's paying off for him because he's still playing at a high level at an old age. So we host Tampa Bay. This could very well be the Colts and Tom Brady and our long history and our long rivalry. We haven't beat them since, I think, since 2009 in the fourth and two game when Belichick went for it on fourth and two. And who was it? Melvin Bullitt made the tackle. So we haven't beaten him since that game. To think that that was 13 or 12 or 13 years ago at this point is just bonkers I think I was a freshman in high school at that time that's only three years removed from our Super Bowl Peyton Manning was still a Colt so that was the fourth and two game was the last time we beat both Tom Brady and the New England Patriots we'll get individual cracks at Tom Brady and the New England Patriots separately this year I think we beat the Bucks. I do I think we beat the Bucks. we're home I like our chances in that game, the Bruce Arians air it out offense. If they air it out, I know they played more conservative and they went with more of a Brady, McDaniels, Belichick style offense late in the year. But I think we have the defense to go up against that offense. I think we'll be able to score against them. I like the Colts against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And eventually Tom Brady has to take a step back, right? Like eventually it's got to happen. Hopefully this is the year. So I have us at... 9-3 and three to start the year. That's a really nice record. Following week, Texans going with another win. Again, Deshaun Watson, don't expect them to play. Texans, not supposed to be a very good team this year. T.Y. Hilton, it's a home game for him. It's a road game for the other 52 players. Then the next week, we host the New England Patriots following the bye. So, Texans, bye week, Patriots to be determined, either the 18th or the 19th of December. This schedule says... The 19th, but I heard it could be the 18th or the 19th, so I guess we'll see about that. It's a home game. Patriots, not very good last year. They drafted Mac Jones. They still have Cam Newton. They brought him back. If Newton's the quarterback, I absolutely expect to win. If Mac Jones is the quarterback, I also expect to win, but maybe not as confident in that prediction. So I'm going with our, it's already 11 wins. So Luke, you're a homer. You're a homer. You don't pick against the Colts, blah, blah, blah. Christmas Day the following week against the Arizona Cardinals. All I want for Christmas is my two front teeth, and I want our 12th win of the season. So I'm going with a win against the Cardinals. Not a big Murray guy. Just 
I haven't been. I wasn't a big fan of him coming out of Oklahoma. I thought he was small, undersized. He's definitely proven me wrong up until this point, but I think with our team speed on defense, similar to why I think we're going to figure out Lamar Jackson in the second half this time. We had him figured out in the first half the last time. Fumbles, turnovers hurt us in the second half, and then the defense gave up some rushing yards and some yards to Lamar, and obviously they beat us in the second half of that game, but we just never had the lead we should have had in the first half. So I think we figure out Lamar and his speed because of our team speed on defense, and the same thing with the Cardinals. I think that Murray's going to have a lot of trouble against the speed of our defense, so I'm going with a win against the Cardinals. Following week, the Oakland Raiders. I have way too many wins on this thing, but I'm going to go with another win there. Uh, home against the Oakland Raiders, and I got us at 13-3. and I'm going game by game. This is just the way I have it falling. We host the Raiders. I got it as a win. Week 17 against the Jacksonville Jaguars. It's on the road against the Jaguars. Trevor Lawrence in his, I guess at this point, 17th game as an NFL starting quarterback. I'm going with a loss. I don't think this game is going to mean a lot to the Colts because I have us at 13-3 and going into the game. So at 13-3, and we're going to have a playoff spot locked up. Could be fighting for seeding, could be fighting, I guess, potentially for a bye. So those things will be up in the air. If the Titans are also 13-3, and we could be fighting for the division in this game. But I just feel like at 13-3, we'll have it locked up. Jacksonville always gives us trouble, especially in Jacksonville. Trevor Lawrence, I mean, when you look at some of the quarterbacks like Blake Bortles and Gardner Minshew, who have given us trouble in the past, now they have a legit talented guy at the quarterback spot, like a really good good quarterback who in my opinion is going to be a franchise quarterback for the next 15 plus years in Jacksonville he'll have it all figured out by the final week of his rookie season and I think a seasoned version like a veteran Trevor Lawrence what I see him turning into on Jacksonville could probably be a playoff team because he could carry them as we've seen great quarterbacks carry teams in the past but as far as Jacksonville goes this year. I don't think they're going to be very good. I think they'll be probably like we saw last year with the Chargers. Great young quarterback, putting up big numbers, not winning a lot of games, but then later in the season, finding ways to win games. And I think we lose that game. But I don't think it's going to mean a whole lot if we enter it at 13-3. and So I got the Colts dropping week, 18 to the Jaguars, and finishing 13-4. and That's a nice record, 13-4. and Obviously, a weird number there. Usually, you hear 12 and 4, 13 and 3. This year, 13 and 4 because of the extra game, which will be that Tampa game, which will be an extra home game. Next year, we'll have an extra road game. So, that's what I got for my initial schedule. And that first five is very difficult. So, let's say what I have us going 3 and 2. If that turns into 2 and 3 or even 1 and 4. We have the time and we have the matchups later in the season to climb out of a big hole, as we've seen in the past with Frank Reich. And this team this year is only going to get better as the year goes on. I think that Carson Wentz is only going to get better as the year goes on. He's going to become less of 2020 Carson and more of 2017 Carson as the season goes on, as he gets more comfortable with Frank Reich. You have Jonathan Taylor in the backfield who got stronger and better last year as the year went on. As the year goes on, we're going to get Eric Fisher back at left tackle. Most likely he won't be ready to start the season, but he'll be there in, let's say, early to mid 
to late October, probably late October, the latest this season. So we're going to get better and better and better as the year goes on. Quiddy Pay, we're going to rely heavily on him. He's going to be a rookie, so you're going to have rookie growing pains. Even if you start two and three, even if you start one and four, the season's not going to be over because of how favorable the schedule gets after week five. First five, very difficult. Final 12, not so difficult. You're going to have individual tough matchups in there like that second Titans game. But for the most part, the schedule really loosens up after week five. So I have 13 and four. If you go two and three in the first five weeks, obviously that number is going to change. But you could still finish with 11, 12 wins very realistically if you get off to a sluggish start this year. And we've seen Frank Reich teams start off slow, start off two and five. And finish 10 and 6. So I'm pumped, guys. I am pumped up as we got the schedule now released, the drafts in the books, the schedule is on paper. 16 out of 17 games are set. We obviously have that Patriot game that's still up in the air. Those are my top five takeaways. And my way, way, way too early schedule prediction for the 17 game regular season. Obviously, a lot could change. Between now and the first week of September and now and the second week of January, which is the final week of the regular season. So way too early schedule predictions, top five takeaways, first glance at the 2021 schedule. But I'm pumped, guys. The schedule is now on paper. The draft is in the books. It's an exciting time of year as we're now going to get into OTAs. We just had the rookie mini camp last week or this week. So all that stuff is great training camp right around the corner as we got the summer coming up and all that good stuff so we still have to give our overall draft review and our initial draft grade that will be tomorrow here on the for the culture podcast with my man jason spears so guys i'm your host luke diamond keep it locked more content more colts offseason content coming up for you guys so keep it locked right here on the for the culture podcast